0: hello i'm alex mansfield the host of manny talk shooting and welcome to another episode this is the shooting podcast where i talk to individuals all across the shooting industry we'll talk competition self-defense concealed carry if you like this content check out our youtube channel manny talk shooting and without further ado let's get to this episode welcome back everybody welcome back to another episode of manny talk shooting the shooting podcast where i talk to people all on the internet because that's how i do it um no one's live and in person not yet but anyway. Let's talk about our title sponsor of the podcast, Go Fast, Don't Suck. Go check out Bill Duda at GoFastDon'tSuck.net. Go get your dry fire targets, your match jerseys, your uh, your match banners that you need them, because you all know major match season is right around the corner. And I keep reminding myself because I've got 62 days from the time of this recording to get ready for the Michigan sectional. But anyway, um, go check out GoFastDon'tSuck.net. Tell him Manny sent you in the notes and move on with your day. Without further ado, let's talk to Mr. Greg Clements. Greg, how are you doing today, sir? Joe, how are you? i am doing fantastic thanks for coming on the show i mean we kind of made it happen last minute but we're gonna make it we're gonna have fun
1: oh, thanks for having me so.
0: well you're very welcome and uh so for people who don't know you who are you and how did you get into shooting
1: so uh long answer or short answer
0: uh but i don't care i mean whatever you want to say <laughs>
1: uh, so yeah i'm greg i uh my dad started me shooting on a bb gun when i was three but i didn't start pistol until college really mm-hmm. um did a couple IDPA matches back in 2020, and then just didn't compete um, until 2022. Uh, the here at the college I go to, Hillsdale College, and they have a pistol team, and it became a varsity team. And I tried out last minute and got on it, and then I kind of just off the races I went. But
0: that's pretty cool. So did you when you got you know. You brought on the college, the Hillsdale College team. Did they scout you out, or was it you tried out and then you made the team?
1: Uh, we had uh, – I just tried out and I made the team. We, uh, the program was – since it had just become a varsity team, it was transitioning from being a dying club sport um, to something that actually had a budget and could afford ammo. <laughs> so um, they were kind of hurting for people
0: yeah i could definitely see that and i think from watching some of your posts i mean you guys use what springfields through the college for most yep, of what you uh, do
1: the uh, springfield armory sponsors the college so we shoot xds and they're 1911s
0: oh that's pretty cool so uh so you shot you so this is going to be your second season at hillsdale college so are you local to michigan or did, or did you move up here
1: uh i moved up here for college i'm from missouri
0: you and your whole family move or just yourself uh, just myself oh okay So what was it like when mom and dad figured out you were moving to Hillsdale College? Uh,
1: They were very supportive of it. My mother actually found the college and told me I should come check it out. So Um, pretty easy transition.
0: Oh, that's cool. So uh, if you don't mind me asking, what's going to be your major?
1: Uh, I'm a uh, senior, so I'll be graduating this May with a biochemistry degree.
0: Oh, cool. Uh, Did you minor in anything? No. Oh, okay. So they're a biochemistry major. That's cool. So um Out of college, what are you looking like? What are your aspirations of my, what field or what spot? You know, where are you going to use that degree at? <laughs>
1: uh, I was originally planning on medical school, but um, kind of realized I wouldn't be able to shoot for four years if I did that four to eight. So I kind of that among many other things, I kind of started getting cold feet on that. So uh, really, there's I'm looking at options in industry and research, and just got a job offer to work in investments. Actually, just kind of odd for a biochem major but hey i'll take it
0: <laughs> hey i mean you never know you got to pay your student loans off somehow right
1: oh yeah exactly yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens
0: but yeah that, that's true so um and you so you've been you shot a little bit of idpa what t- primarily do you shoot through the college
1: so with the college um our primary focus is the uh, sasp collegiate nationals so uh Oftentimes, we end up shooting a lot of Steel Challenge just because Steel Challenge matches are more accessible. Like Brooklyn Sportsman's Club is 45 minutes away and does a monthly Steel Challenge match, so we tend to go there. And cause, I mean, it's really SASP and Steel Challenge aren't that different. Um, Steel Challenge is actually a bit harder, in my opinion. But.
0: Right. So if, for somebody who doesn't know, like myself, what is the difference between Steel Challenge, Shooting Association, and SASP?
1: Uh, <laughs> I jokingly call SASP Neutered Steel Challenge. Because uh, it's all low ready, uh, there's no holster work. Um, it's run in very much the same format where you've got five steel targets and one of them is a stop plate and you shoot five strings, drop your worst. Um, so shot all the same there except all of it's low ready starting on a start cone. Um, and I think at nationals we only shoot four stages instead of shooting eight. Um, and the target arrays tend to have more verticality. Like more height changes in the targets, but the targets going to be closer and bigger. So,
0: oh, so it's not like, so somebody like, say, a steel challenge club wanted to start shooting SASP, they'd pretty much have to go buy new targets or bigger targets.
1: Uh, they would at least need different, uh, it still uses the 10 inch and 12 inch plates and the 12 by 24s. It's just oftentimes the 12s are like in your face. Um, so really they just need like different height sticks, boards just to stick them on.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool then. So yeah. So that wouldn't be too awfully terrible if somebody wanted to, you know, run SASP matches now. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming SASP goes from like, you know, like preteen years to then like, to what you said, 26, I think in the pre-show.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, collegiate is really where that ends. So once you're out of college, you're,
0: you're done with
1: SASP.
2: Yeah.
0: Gotcha. Now, uh, I'm assuming you've never heard of SASP prior to going to college, then.
1: No, no, heard okay. of it pretty much a year ago.
0: <laughs> gotcha. So, um, when you were growing up, did you have you ever heard about the shooting sports at all, or just when um, you moved up here?
1: I have some very vague memories of seeing um, shooting sport, like Shooting USA, mm-hmm. on TV with my dad, and being baffled by open guns, and then. My dad telling me oh we'll never have one of those <laughs> it's <laughs> kind of ironic now um uh and then but really i yeah i was kind of oblivious to matches until i got uh to college save like watching like top shot and watching jj arcaza kick people's butts on that show way back in the day <laughs> you know stuff like that
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah jj jj smoked a lot of them and people really didn't know you know like I think I think Blake Magez was on that first season too, and
1: yeah, he might have been, yeah.
0: But yeah, like top competitive shooting kind of blew up after that. It seems like after Top Shot aired, yeah. But um, that was a good that's... show. It it definitely was. I I definitely like to go back and watch it from time to time. Um, so currently, you said you shoot XDs through the college, but when you're shooting like matches for yourself, what are you shooting nowadays?
1: Um, well, here soon I will start shooting MPAs there. I haven't gotten them to me quite yet. They're still building them, um, but uh, pretty much all last season I was alternating between a, a Bull Armory SCS Two UR Shorty, um, so a little open gun, mm-hmm. and uh, a Staccato XE.
0: Oh, okay. So what oh, drew on. you? Okay. Oh.
1: Sorry. No, I shot go. A lot of open minor.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that, that's definitely rough. Now, what drew you to the Bull initially?
1: Um. Well, a uh, year ago last March, I did really well at the Collegiate Nationals and decided I wanted to take off with it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, uh, Coach was talking about this next – like this April 2023, he was going to send me to uh, Steel Challenge Worlds, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, if I'm going to Worlds, I want to compete with the best, and – casey sabio's like kicking everybody's butts with times in the 70s and no one's ever close to that so i'm like well if i'm gonna lose i want to lose to the best i hop i went out got an open gun (laughs) okay but of course now that i've learned a lot more there's really good shooters in every division but i just yeah open would be the hardest so i hopped in there
0: yeah it definitely is about not losing any time that's for sure (laughs) yeah so well what what do you think your average draw to first shot is on on any given stage?
1: Uh, depends on the day and depends on the stage. Um, goodness, I'm probably in the one teens very consistently. Uh, mm-hmm. If I really push it, I can get lucky, but I'm not consistent there. Like I've hit sub ones on pendulum, but I'm not consistent with sub ones on pendulum by any means. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, like today we were shooting out today at Steel Challenge, and it was definitely a cold one. And then you know the hands just don't want to move that fast when it's cold out.
1: Yeah, no, get all sluggish. Yeah, no, I tend to really overdress that way. My hands are like borderline sweating.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely, gloves are a must up here in Michigan at the, this time of year. For so sure. that's so that's cool. So you you just got signed on with MPA. How did you even? Um, Get some. How'd you even meet them or hook up with them? That's I'm curious uh, about that.
1: So that was really a, a who you know, not what you know moment and mm-hmm. an absolute blessing. But uh, I just happened to you know, I didn't know anybody I squatted with at Area Three. I just hopped in a, I got waitlisted for Area Three. I decided last minute I wanted to shoot a USPSA major last August. Well, month before that, I guess. And uh, hopped in a squad and happened to hop in with Andrew Hyder, who at the time was shooting for Infinity and I was shooting with Mel Rodero that day too. Um they were both shooting for Infinity still. And then a bunch of stuff happened and they ended up both switching over to MPA and I just had a phone call with Chase Rains. He was very helpful. I um Kind of realized I might want to take the shooting a lot more seriously, and was looking at the budget and everything. And <laughs> realized it's kind of hard to get things get two and two to work together with how many matches I wanted to do. and so I, I scheduled a phone call with Chase Rains and he gave me a lot of really good advice I'm like um, you know what sponsored shooters do, what it looks like, you know all sorts of stuff. He answered a lot of my questions, um, and he recommended I reach out to Andrew Hyder since I'd shot with him and ask him about MPA. So I DM'd him on Instagram and then he put me in contact with Phil Cashin and yeah.
0: That's pretty cool. Andrew, Andrew's a top of the world guy. Uh, He's a friend of mine and he definitely, uh, he definitely loves the sport and he's very, very good at shooting.
1: (laughs) Incredibly good. Kicked my booty at area three. (laughs) Yeah.
0: He, he kicks everybody's butt and you know, and Chase is another good dude. Yeah. I think it's the beards, right? So if you grew facial hair, you'll be even better
1: yeah i guess yeah
0: <laughs> i mean just you know you know beards but um oh, no yeah they're they're good dudes and that's cool and uh so you're hooked up with mpa now so that's kind of awesome so yeah I'm, I'm happy to i'm happy for you and i'm I, i'm hoping that blossoms and it keeps growing you know
1: i'm i'm really excited for it they've already done a lot for me and i don't i don't even have their guns yet and they're doing a ton for me so they've been mm-hmm. really, really good people
0: yeah i just hope i hope I'm going to knock on wood right here so that your guns get to you soon because, you know, the season's right around the corner.
1: Oh, yeah, that's kind of – I'd be lying if I said that wasn't stressing me out a little bit. I'm looking at Worlds in April, and it's coming up fast, and I'm like, oh, I don't have the gun I'm shooting it with yet.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I'm um, I if I'm correct, I see a Dylan behind you. I'm assuming you reload all your own ammo?
1: Um, I reload a lot of my own. It really depends on primer availability, really. Mm-hmm. I can get the brass. I can get the bullets. I can get the powder, but primers are tough.
0: Yeah, that it's and it's about kind of like when you when you buy them too. That's the worst part. It's like, oh, I got money now. Oh, 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 now they're all gone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
1: I I reload a lot of my major stuff, and then I try to supplement. I try to stock up. I'm like, currently, I've got probably five thousand rounds of outdoor dynamic stuff there. That's like my. If I can't get primers, it's my fallback. You know. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. Is that all minor? Is that the nine major ammo?
1: I got their major stuff.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. John's a good dude too. You know, I mean, there's so many good people in the shooting industry and even just within like the subsect of USPSA practical shooting kind of thing. It's it's quite nice.
1: Yeah. No, i tell you, I, uh, I've met so many good people. I mean, I've only competed for one season, but I've met so many good people at USPSA matches. It's been great.
0: Mm-hmm. Now in 22, how many majors did you end up shooting?
1: Uh, three. I okay. Shot two student challenge majors and one USPSA major.
0: Okay, so you shot Area Three and then you shot what did you shoot for Steel Challenge?
1: Uh Missouri State Championship and the Ohio Steel Classic.
0: Okay, so you went you went home to go shoot in Missouri. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I was actually that was in May, so I was home before that. Um so that was nice. That was at um that was in Rolla at Central Ozark practical shooters, so that was like forty five minutes from me again. So
0: Oh that's not bad at all, yeah. So that that's that's pretty nice. So um so you were home, and then it just happened to be the same time the match was, or did you make a? Sp- oh, that's yep. even better, right?
1: Yeah, so it worked out really well.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. Now, how many are you planning on shooting this year?
1: Uh, I'm gonna try to hit 15. We'll see what this is be, Um
0: Fifteen majors. Woof! Yep, it's Spot. a
1: bit of a jump up, but I'm really excited for it. So it'll be a good time. Just got to keep reminding myself I'm doing it for fun.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because I get a little too serious sometimes. I know you're shooting. Area 5, Michigan sectional, and Ryan Rocks for sure, because that's what I've seen you on. What else are you signed up for currently?
1: Uh, Gosh, I'd have to pull up the practice score. Um, Kentucky sectional.
0: Oh, oh, I'll see you there too.
1: Tennessee State to Challenge Championship, Worlds. um, Oh, gosh.
0: You shooting them Buckeye Uh,
1: again? Michigan sectional. uh, Yeah, I'll be at the Buckeye Blast. That's actually during finals week. That's a big sacrifice, but I'm going to be there.
0: (laughs) Right, well, and it's the beginning of May, too, so it's it should be okay.
1: Right, yeah. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah, I, I, yeah I'm at, I'll am i be at quite a few. Uh, well, <laughs> well that's
0: still cool. I'll see you at a lot of them. So, I mean, everyone that I'm going to, you'll be at, so that'll be kind of cool.
1: Yeah. I'm going to try to go to Area 8 and be at Area 3 again. That registration hasn't opened up again yet, though. That opens up on March 15th, I think.
0: Yeah, which I can understand. Their match is, what, August time frame, so... Yeah, right. <clears throat> might not be too bad for them to hold off opening it, so...
1: Yeah, I'm waitlisted for a couple, too. But...
0: Yeah, that's got to... I've never been waitlisted, but I never pay for a match either, so...
1: <laughs> Dude, Area 8 filled up. I, I looked at my... I operate off a physical calendar because my phone's betrayed me too many times. Mm-hmm. I realized I missed the Area 8 registration opening by a day and hopped in like a day late and it was already waitlisted like man goodness (laughs) that's in like that's way late in the year that's later in area three
0: yeah but area eight it just seems like don't don't you have to mail in a check or something
1: yeah i think you do yeah i think there's only like 30 or last i saw from um jake walker Mm -hmm. Uh, there were like 40 people actually registered for the match because they're just waiting for checks to hit.
0: <laughs> well, I, I just pulled it up now. There's a lot of people in there now, so... Gotcha. yeah. Well, at least on, what, the the Saturday... Oh, the Saturday and Sunday's almost full, so...
1: Yeah, that's not surprising. Those always fill up first, so...
0: Yeah, everyone likes to shoot on the last day because then they can, like, see where they, you know... They yeah. already have all the shooting scores. I know you're just not being able to see the current shooting, you know, so...
1: Yeah, dude, the... Already having all your scores in and just having to wait and watch the practice score to see everyone else coming up and beating it just kinda sucks.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that definitely does suck, especially if you especially if you had a great or a terrible match and then you're like, Oh no, it's <laughs> right. all for nothing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you just get to sit there and it's all it's worse because there's nothing you can do about it. You know, like if you're still in the match, you're like, Well, okay, if I focus on the process a bit more you know, maybe I can pull together a good one to kind of help bump me up a little bit more. <laughs> but when, when it's already all said and done, it's just all stress.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. No one likes that stress, but I, I, I'm excited for the season. I know my season's going to be pretty good. Um Hopefully, yours is pretty good too. But um, I did get some questions from listeners. But uh what so I guess we'll start with this is your buddy, uh the modern Asian dynamics. I forget what his oh, name is because Mark Casanayo. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm proud he finally got a real open gun because I noticed yeah. that the other day. He was like on your guys's live you did yesterday. Um you guys he's like, Oh, he finally has an open gun instead of his XC he's been running.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. My XC was my backup, but I ended up running it more than my bull. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, uh it took me a lot to get him convinced to actually try the open major route.
0: <laughs> yeah I, I mean open miner is such a disadvantage such a disadvantage when you're compared to true open guns
1: yeah i didn't notice it too much when i was competing at locals and then i went to area and i was like oh <laughs> there it is
0: <laughs> yeah those charlies and deltas you know those point the point deficit just is massive you know i mean everyone wants to shoot an alpha but it's still like even if it had you get those close charlies and those delta it's like oh points gone
1: yeah well yeah but if you shoot alpha charlie on every target with major you still get 90 percent of the points
0: yeah <laughs> i mean you're still not gonna win the match
1: well no but yeah 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 no
0: yeah so by the way what, what do you know what he got what his open gun is
1: uh he's told me um but no, I do not recall. Eh,
0: that's okay. So uh, I he did ask, what was your favorite division for USPSA and why?
1: Um, the only division I've ever shot in USPSA is open. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't really have a lot of experience with the others, but um, you know, I like the loud in your face and fast, and and the the open always struck me as a big challenge because the gun's doing everything the gun can do for you. So now it's like, you know, there are no excuses. Just go execute, you know. But
0: yeah, that's for sure. It definitely it's definitely loud and fun, that's definitely for sure. Yeah. Who um, doesn't
1: like to go fast? Like, come on.
0: <laughs> uh, lame people. I don't know. Yeah. Lame people don't like to go fast. But it's okay because it just means everyone else can go fast. Yeah. But uh da da, 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 da. Oh.
1: This has always looked fun to me too though.
0: Yeah, but I mean it's just one of those things that's like it's not open.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I like red dots. I mean, I've shot, in steel, I've shot multiple divisions and, and red dots are just so good. <laughs> I don't yeah. like going back to irons. I can, but no, red dots are just by far superior.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's been so long since I've shot iron sights. It's a little ridiculous, but, um, yeah, I, I love dots. Dots, dots are where it's at.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So he's just like, but I want pets.
1: Yes, he wants play. Yeah, <laughs> he's sitting
0: back there with his toy. Yeah, but um, he also asked, "What would uh, fantasy shoot off opponents? Top three? Who would they be?"
1: Fantasy shoot off opponents. Uh, um, I'd love to shoot against JJ. Love to shoot against uh Siler. Um, and it'd be fun to shoot against uh KC as well. KC Xavier. Yeah, they're
0: they're definitely some of the goats right there. You know.
1: Yeah, and, and it'd be great because like I'd go under them with nothing to lose. Like everyone expects me to get my butt whooped, you know. So,
0: I... <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. it is, well, you know, and there's always the betting on the 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 odd man out, right? So,
1: yeah, really, they're just um, I, I do a lot of my learning just by perusing YouTube for hours and hours and hours and watching all the people that are way better than me and just like slow mowing it and. Mm -hmm. all sorts so it'd just be fun to watch
2: it oh
0: yeah now speaking of that let's try i can talk on that for a minute so what uh, in youtube like when you watch someone's youtube video or something what are you looking at when you slow that down
1: um so if i'm looking at uspsa stuff i'm often looking at the feet uh, because that's my one of my bigger struggles with
0: because everybody loves the feet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no,
0: no, no, not that. <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> no, uh, it's just a, uh, you know, since ninety percent of what I do is steel challenge, I, uh, the footwork and the reloads are what I need more work on when I switch over to USPSA. Um, that, and I try to look at target order and try to figure out why they're shooting what targets win, um, just for stage planning purposes.
0: Yeah, I can get that because, you know, see where you're going to, like, you could save time shooting it on entry or shooting a certain target on the exit or, you know, just shooting it and then running and, you know.
1: Yeah. It's really fun if you can find, like, two guys that went to the same match and you, like, compare my strategies, but that's that's not easy to find.
0: Yeah, I I can see that, especially when you got to find, and they don't ever have the right foot, um, like, camera angle either.
1: (laughs) No, yeah. (laughs) But, um. Yeah, really that tends to be what I watched there with when I was first starting steel challenge, I'd like look at people and like copy like, "Oh, well they've got their holster here, so I'm going to throw my holster there." And it's like, "Oh, well, that's not quite working for me." <laughs> so, but at least gave me a good spot to like start from and adapt And
0: uh... Right? Now, when it comes to steel challenge, is there always is there going to be typically one way of shooting something?
1: uh it does depend on the stage um a lot of them yes um but often you'll see there's a couple ways people do it um like roundabout i've seen it done three ways uh i see it shot what they call around the horn where they shoot like back left front left front right back right middle Mm -hmm. and i've seen it just shot straight left to right across and smack the stop plate and then max michelle tends to At least the last videos I saw of him, which granted were a long time ago, Mm -hmm. uh, shot like front right, back right, and then ran it in from the left. So it was like bang, 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 and he like sprinted in basically. Mm -hmm. Um, So that one tends to be shot in three ways. Um, Smoke and Hope I tend to see like among open shooters shot in two ways, uh, either just straight left to right or like out to in and then out to in. Um, But but yeah there's a there there is some flexibility in how you do it um i know max shoots it the way he does because he knows his draw is wicked so
0: right well and we you know and i ask i am not a I shoot steel challenge because i've got a new gun and i'm learning it but uh i'm not a steel challenge shooter so i was asking the resident steel challenge people like what's the way to shoot this you know yeah it's not like uspsa where i can put strategy to my advantage here it's right. like, the only thing is I'm losing time, wasting time somewhere. And makeup shots hurt
2: oh, a lot. yes.
1: Well, they can. Depends on how there's a... So one of the amazing blessings that Springfield gives the school um, here is they send Rob Latham up once a year to work with us. And, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, the wealth of knowledge that man has is insane. <laughs> but... Yeah. Um, if you're riding the edge of control, uh, say say I go up and I'm shooting at a speed in which I can like two out of three times hit hit all five clean, mm-hmm. but that that one and three I I have a makeup, but because I'm shooting right there on that ragged edge, I end up shooting each of my strings two tenths faster than I would otherwise. Well, now I'm four tenths faster than I would have been if I was shooting a bit more conservatively. So then the makeup shot, as long as I don't miss the target more than once and like sit there and like, miss, miss, miss. You know, uh, the, the two, two, three tenths I lose there with the makeup, I still gain a tenth um, by pushing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really a game of tenths.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it, exactly. and or and it it's almost the fa- it's like sometimes you can apply you can apply steel challenge uh topics or techniques into USPSA but it's kind of hard the other way around it's like shooting sooner necessarily you know there's a point you can do that but at some point you you know it it's it's tricky yeah. i guess
1: yeah but it's i mean i really call steel challenge a drag race of fundamentals because mm-hmm. you're you're standing in a box and it's 100% a drag race <laughs> yeah it's really fun and it's challenging it does get repetitive that seems to be the biggest complaint with steel challenges it gets very repetitive
0: yes um, i that is i love i love it because it gives you transitions it lets you you know you shoot on steel it's fast it's fun but i get bored like i told i was talking to another shooter on the squad today i was like i can't RO a steel challenge major i would be <laughs> absolutely bored
2: yeah
1: no it makes sense but <sighs> It's satisfying when you put together that clean run, though. It's satisfying. Oh, I mean, it's absolutely
0: <laughs> fun. Like, oh, what were we shooting? I think it was roundabout. We were shooting roundabout, and I shot really good on roundabout, especially for you know, the second time shooting this gun, essentially, and it was like, and they were like, holy crap, you put it together. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Roundabout's a fun one. That's also the hardest one, in my opinion, to grandmaster on on an open gun. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
1: I got really close one day, but I still haven't. I still haven't GM'd that one.
2: Mm-hmm. The peak
1: time for that's the same as the peak time for Smoke and Hope. Forever. What? Yep, they're both 8.5 seconds.
0: No, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but um, I do like something about the Steel Challenge system, is the fact that it's your best time, not your most recent time.
1: Yeah, yeah, it makes it a bit easier to knock that classification up, for sure.
0: Yeah, like, uh, it's definitely more more forgiving than it is u s p s a where it's your most recent six out of eight and you're like oh a, a dumpster fired one great, so I lose one yeah
1: it it kinda encourages you to like if you're really classification focused and you know like, oh, this stage I've already g m so for the sake of the match, I'm just gonna shoot it conservatively and not give up much to my opponents, but like this stage, however, I haven't g m that one yet, so I'm gonna go balls to the wall and see what happens.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Now how many Steel Challenge uh categories have you um well what's your class what's your highest classification I should say first?
1: Uh I've got grandmaster in open and carry optics.
0: Okay. Are those the only ones you're classified in or do you have other well, ones too? I'm
1: classified in 4, but I've only shot one match with two of the guns. Uh mm-hmm. I'm master master in 19 in single stack and uh A class in rimfire. I had a lot of malfunctions that day.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I what I noticed is like rimfire guns are super finicky in the cold. Yes. And like you could have a perfectly clean gun and it's still going to it's gonna have some issue. Well,
1: I also did a stupid and I didn't realize it till later. I, I took my twenty two out and it had been running like a sewing machine, even though it was cold. And I went out to the match and I'm like, well, I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to grab a bit higher quality ammo for the match and I'm going to go zero with it. So I just like took it down and sided it in with this CCI and then man, it just would not run all day. And I get back and I look at the. <laughs> my dad pulls out the owner manual and it says, do not use CCI in this gun. It will not run. And it's like, Oh,
0: <laughs> Right. you think assuming you buy good quality ammo and it's like, Nope, this gun hates it.
1: Yep, exactly. It's like, Oh crap. So I shot myself in the foot in on that one.
0: But... I can see that. Yeah. And that's, that's very <laughs> frustrating too. When you think you're doing better. Um, with it, and it's like, no, you know, no, I just want the cheap bottom feeder ammo.
1: Yeah, I guess I should have just stuck with my my random bulk pack I had. Yeah,
0: well, and if you yeah, like now, even if you think about like NRL 22, which is you know, long range with 22s, like ammo and gun is so specific, you know, you're low, you know, what you're shooting, you're dope. It's like, you can't just go buy some random 22 because you ran out, you got to go find a new lot number. And it's,
1: oh, yeah, I mean, I knew better, yeah, but you know. Lessons learned the hard way are the ones you remember. So,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> but, no. so, oh, yeah, I, it's always fun. Shooting is fun, that's why we go and shoot. So, when you go like today, you went and had, you shot a SASP practice match when we were talking earlier. Yeah. Um, so at that point, you does the college just say you're shooting, um, uh, you know, your Springfields and that's what you got to use for the day?
1: Yep. Um, for SASP Nationals. Uh, coach was originally going to let me shoot um, <clears throat> one Springfield gun and one MPA, but mm-hmm. then the college slapped his wrist on that and said no. Because uh, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, they, you know, the college needs to keep their their sponsor happy too. So, right. Um, so for collegiate SASP nationals, I'll be shooting just ex- just uh, Springfield's. Okay. And uh, kind of a bummer, but you know, oh well. <laughs>
2: Have, yeah.
0: Now has the college thinking about, are they going to be able to get some prodigies?
1: Um, no idea. Um, it's, it's probably in the cards. They probably could if they wanted them. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I'm not, I don't keep too up to date on what they're doing with that stuff. Um, currently we, I mean, just this year, they threw a bunch of emissaries at us. So Mm -hmm. um, they're at least not going to get the prodigies this year if they get them. Um, so I'll be gone by the time they're shooting them
0: (laughs) yeah if that yeah now that'd be cool if they get prodigies i don't know uh but it it, it's kind of nice to see a big manufacturer sponsoring a school and pushing the shooting sports and because at least up here in michigan it seems normal but i don't know about around the world or around the country i should say how well received you know the shooting sports is in a collegiate level
1: yeah i know of one other club um down in missouri that's doing it but they're struggling to they're struggling to keep their funding um, just because it's not super well-received in colleges. Um, mm-hmm.
2: but,
1: you know, it, it would be really cool to get it up. Of course, at the same time, there's a ton of colleges that come to the collegiate nationals. Um, most of them have ROTC programs. right? So that, that's usually who we're competing against. But we, there's school from, I think. Yeah. School from Phoenix, a couple schools from Florida, a couple schools from Texas, um, Virginia Tech, um, West Point.
2: Yeah.
0: It, it, it seems like most people are more, it seems that they're more interested in like the SASP shotgun. Yeah. Than they are the pistol side.
1: That seems to be a much bigger, um, bigger shooting sport for them.
0: Yeah. I, or, or it just seems well more, seems more received, I guess. But. Which is unfortunate because pistols are so cool too. And they're, I, honestly, I don't know. Maybe at the college level, I can't say this, but it seems like a pistol is harder to shoot than a shotgun. Um, but I'm not a shotgunner, so I'm just I,
2: saying that. <laughs> I,
1: I dabbled in it for a year in competitive shotgun. Um, it's it's just different. Um, our sport is very speed-focused and of course with the speed there's a high emphasis on consistency as well um but for them like you know if they miss one target it might cost them the match you know out of 100 targets if they miss one they may not win you know so it's yeah. still uh it's still very tough it's just very different it's kind of hard to compare the two uh,
0: but so if i but it's shot all out of a, like a trap house or is it or is it a? Uh... What is it, Skeet or is it Trap? Um,
1: yeah. I, I never, when I dabbled, I never did it through sasp um, mm-hmm. So I don't know what they shoot specifically, but uh, there's lots of different games. So you've got Sporting Clays where you go out and you walk this course and you kind of, I mean, you have a general idea like, oh, I'll probably see, you know, certain types of targets, but you don't know when, where. Uh, you really don't know what you're going to see. Um, then you've got Skeet and Trap. So skeet is the like high house low house and they throw crossers and you work your way around. And then trap is um you shoot anywhere from like 16 to 23 yards and it comes out of that bunker in front of you. Mm-hmm. And then five stand is like the shorter version of sporting clays.
0: Yeah. See, these I don't know, I'm not a shotgunner. My cl- Brooklyn is a very big shotgun club, but I am not a shotgunner.
1: <laughs> I always see guys shooting out a shotgun when I'm shooting shotgun out there when I'm there. never shot shotgun there actually but yeah
0: no it's it's a beautiful facility for that but it's like i could care less about shotgun uh (laughs) but but anyway but yeah but that's beside the point but that's kind of cool so thanks everybody for stopping in this awesome conversation with mr greg clement um of the newest MPA shooter. But anyway, let's talk about the awesome sponsors we have here at the podcast. We've got awesome. Um, as I say always in the beginning of every episode, is uh who am I saying? It's gotta be Go Fast Don't Suck because I wear their hat. But anyway, go fast Don't Suck is the title sponsor of the podcast. They're awesome. GoFastDon'tSuck.net. dot net. Um check them out, dry fire targets, um, match jerseys, match banners, t-shirts, hats, hoodies, and all galore. Um, and the memes that hurt your feelings. But anyway. Check him out. Send him a man. He sent you, um, don't forget hunters HD gold. Brian Conley is the hardest working man in our sport. Um, for a lot of reasons, he's always at matches. He's always supporting matches, even that he's not at, but he's also developing the industry and changing how we do things really. And it makes it awesome to, uh, see him grow in his business and, uh, be able to support shooters, uh, like he does. It's fantastic. Uh, don't forget, um, DominateDefense.com. Go get yourself a Mach 1 speed belt combo. My favorite belt in the business for competition shooting. The ratchet's amazing. It's going to last anywhere from four to five times longer than any double alpha premium belt product. Uh, I'm going to say it right there now because, boom, it's handmade in America, and you can't beat that. Don't forget, DivTech. Run over to DivTechShop.com. Go get yourself a uh, 3D-printed magnet. Um, I think it's better than a double alpha magnet for sure because it's awesome. It's shinier. It's stronger and uh any color you want he sometimes can even do a custom lid clap cap lid thing i don't know what you want to call it but anyway thing that covers the magnet so uh you can check that out uh, divtechshop.com use the code manny talks shooting for 10 percent off your order oh don't forget to run over to laughandload.com my friends tony and jackie of the pew time podcast they host my official t-shirt the many talks shooting t-shirt so go get one before uh they're gone. I mean, you never know. They might be limited edition. I might change them how they look. So anyway, I don't care. Uh, go check them out. Um, don't forget uh their podcast. Go get their aft agent shirts that I really like, and a couple of their other shirts like, bro, did you dry fire or, um, what's another? Oh, the supreme division shirt because only shoot open. Duh. Anyway, go check them out. Um, also don't forget timheronshooting.com, the guy who got me on the uh, practical pistol shooting game. Um, Tim Heron he got me on the map. So go check them out. Timheronshooting.com um check his class schedule it's filling up quick and the slots are going fast anyway we've got um our friends eric steiner Gianni giordano of range panda or rpg squared or two whatever you call it anyway go check them out where they're awesome pistol stands laser cut foam 3d printed stuff for your press cnc stuff for your press um every little whiz bang gadget you might need eric and Gianni probably make it or they make it better so check them out rangepanda.com and tell them manny sent you in the comments um, we also can't forget uh, Chili Custom Gunworks guys, uh, the title sponsor of the the Michigan sectional My Match. Um, Matt's awesome. He supports us very well. And I can't uh, thank him enough for all that he does for the shooting sports locally. And uh, um, he makes fantastic products. If you want an open gun or a limited gun, use those Chili Custom Gunworks parts, those grips, those magwells, those triggers. Um, the frame mounts you know awesome things that you all need on your stuff i uh, don't forget target usa manufactures the finest steel target tree on the planet i say it steve anderson says it so i believe it's true um the target stands are fantastic the rhino knockdowns are amazing the stop pads fantastic holy monkey swingers watch out because they'll be coming <laughs> anyway don't forget them also don't forget outdoor dynamics they pulled the handle so you don't have to i'll steal that one from steve anderson too because it's true um don't forget if you shoot an open gun um maybe an MPA. It'll work for sure. So anyway, go get their, um, nine major ammo that they've been running lately. Um, if it says it's out of stock, it won't be too long because, uh, you know, make them to order small batch runs of anything that's on the product on the website. So if it's it's out of stock, it's really not out. It's just gotta be made real quick. And it's usually within the week. And, uh, John's really good. He supports the sport. He's a match director. Um, he's out there doing a lot of great stuff for the, the community as well. Um, I think that's everybody i'm not thinking it's so but you're gonna to listen to me chirp anyway but anyway uh let's go back to this awesome conversation with mr greg clement
2: uh, i don't know
0: so for you how do you split that life of a college student and a shooter
1: um right now it's pretty easy because i um back when i was planning on applying to med schools i ended up figuring out um that my social was incorrect from one of my college transcripts because I took dual enrollment in high school and I didn't deal with the college directly. Um, mm-hmm. the counselors did and somehow my student ID number got confused for my social, so that was mm-hmm. bad. Um, so it kind of forced me to, I needed to take a gap year anyway because I, I, by the time I got that college convinced that it was me <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and that the social was wrong, I had missed most of the deadlines. Um, so I needed to fill out a gap year So right now it's really easy because since I was already on course to graduate, I spread out the classes a bit. And uh, so I'm taking a really light semester, Um, taking 13 credit hours, just enough to be a full-time student so I can compete in SASB. Um, So kind of majoring and shooting this semester. (laughs) Right. But um, really it's just a matter of uh, staying on top of your work. If you get behind, you're screwed. Mm-hmm. But, um, so it just takes takes more discipline you know just like any other sport like the football players they got to stay up on top of their stuff and make sure they don't get behind that way they can make their early morning workouts and all the practices and um
0: so. yeah now with that what, was it, what i why do i lose my train of thought since i have a really good question but it's okay because i figured it out but uh <laughs> um so when you were since you've been i'm assuming you went through covid school through covid right yes so um how did that make i'm assuming it made things a lot more difficult you know to go to class you had to do a lot of online did it make you have to be more disciplined in getting your things done with because you didn't have to go you didn't have to commit and go anywhere you could just get up and go to your computer
1: yeah um i don't know it's kind of a mixed bag um I where where i live in missouri i'm very rural and uh-huh. our, our internet connection's so poor, <laughs> that uh-huh. I kind of was only able to attend half my classes because I just spent the whole time trying to regain connection to the, the class. So, if online classes really sucked for me, um, really we still had deadlines, so I'm not sure it was really too much. Not sure it really added to the discipline factor too much, um, just because you know you still had the same due dates. So it wasn't like you were setting your own due dates and stuff. And we weren't on a pass fail system, so you know, lot lots of schools went to the pass fail thing, where like if you got a barely got a D minus, you got an A in the class. Then that that's not what we did. So mm-hmm. um, still really had to make sure you sure you got your good grades and stuff. But um, it was just yeah, it was just really different. A mm-hmm. um, lot tougher to study with classmates, though, for sure.
0: Yeah, because then you got to set up a Zoom call or whatever kind of call. And then, yeah, it's not ideal because not everyone schedules the same or the same time zone. Because especially in Missouri, I'm assuming that's, what, central time zone?
1: Yep, that was central. So, like, my 8 a.m. class was at 7 a.m. Mm-hmm.
0: I call this East Coast Privilege <laughs> because we we get, we get to start everything sooner. So, we get out sooner. And it's wonderful. So, I always, when all my buddies in central time zone give me a call, I'm like, yes, yeah, so you are dealing with East Coast Privilege here. And uh, deal with it.
1: <laughs> no i was on central and one of my study buddies was all the way in utah and <laughs>
0: so. oh that's not bad you're still up before he is oh yeah yeah for sure yeah because Utah's two. well that's mountain time so that's what two hours behind sun eastern time so so one hour yeah. behind you yeah yep yeah so what is one thing you're not looking forward to with graduating um <laughs> uh
1: just the I don't know what I'm doing. I don't have a solid plan. So um, the fear of the unknown is the biggest thing at the moment. And I don't know how much, you know, I'd love to keep shooting at the rate I'm shooting now. And I don't know how well I'll be able to maintain that um, when the college isn't paying for some of my ammo and such. So Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um, that's my biggest fear is that I want to actually be able to make all the matches I want to make um, with like, you know, PTO and all that and start a job and We'll see. There's just a lot of unknowns.
0: Right. So do you have to then, as soon as you get out of college, you got to move back out um, and move all your crap down to Missouri?
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Ugh. (laughs) Now, did you drive up there or or what? Yep, I drove. Okay. But that's, how long is that trip back home then?
1: About 10 hours.
0: Ugh. Do you do it in one day? Yeah. Like a champ driving through. I'm still young. (laughs) I, when I was young, I still didn't drive. I couldn't, I, I, I hate driving. To be honest with you, I hate driving everywhere. Yeah.
1: But when I lived, before I moved off campus, I loved that drive because it was like the first bit of silence that I had in like a whole semester. You know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> now that I'm off campus, I can get my like silent alone time to just like sit and think. And so now it's just like, oh, I can't wait for this to be over.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah, just ready for it to be done. Right. It's yeah. move on and. So um yeah, so the so later in the year you're going to start shooting a bunch of southern majors, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm actually I'm actually shooting the Tennessee match in between uh it's like 2 weeks after the Michigan sectional.
0: That's really early it seems like this year then.
1: Yeah, it's a Steel Challenge match.
0: Oh, okay. Tennessee Steel Challenge. There you go. Yeah. And
1: that, that's my last minute prep before Worlds. Like, well, you know, I'm going to make myself drive a really long ways to shoot a Steel Challenge match because that's what I'm going to do in April. So,
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure. Now, I did have a listener question. They were curious about your thoughts on USPSA versus Steel Challenge skill skill requirement slash emphasis. So since you do both, um, what skills um, do you find that you, one, need to be really good at for both? Or one or the other. So we might even want to start with steel challenge. What you what skills in steel challenge you think are at most important? And then we'll just kind of thing move over to USPSA and then we'll combine them. I guess.
1: So <clears throat> steel challenge puts a lot more emphasis on the draw for sure. Because mm-hmm. um, for every single stage in the steel challenge, uh, save outer limits, which I'm not sure if you shot that one because they don't shoot it at Brooklyn. Um, but
2: every
0: not stage yet.
1: Steel not yet. Are they going to?
0: we're looking to push uh so you've seen the club bay four and bay five we're looking to push it back you know a good distance mm-hmm. to the tree line so we'll have really deep bays there so we can set up the long ones
1: that'd be good that'd be cool yeah but outer limits really separates some men from the boys that's for sure <laughs> mm-hmm. but um <clears throat> every stage you've got five draws keep mm-hmm. four um and there's no way to soak up the draw times like you know in usbsa we often try to like well you know i've got i got this target right on my face but i'm going to run to this first spot on the draw so any sort of error in your draw is soaked up now the exception of course is then speed stages and like speed shoot stages and classifiers Mm -hmm. um but you know in, in steel challenge if you can knock a tenth off your draw consistently you you've saved yourself like three seconds or something like that i can do the math on it real quick but it's it, it's a pretty decent chunk of time uh-huh. just in your draw um so i definitely say steel challenge is more emphasis on that um there's also a lot more emphasis on your like bump transitions uh-huh. um so that's like what jj talks about with instead of like bang returning back to the target and then it's, moving. It's
0: and bang. bang. It's, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of really I've seen a lot of really good USPSA shooters that win a lot of matches that just hardline the crap out of those transitions. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, um, in USPSA it kind of I don't have as, as much experience with USPSA. Mm-hmm. I don't shoot it quite as much. Um, but your shooting has to be there. Like if your shooting isn't there, all your other skills just don't matter because you don't have the points to support them. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, once you've got your shooting locked in, for me, the big separator seems to be footwork.
2: Yeah.
0: So, um, so as you're saying, you know, draw is important in steel challenge, not so much in USPSA. I mean, it's still important to a degree. A safe draw, an but effective the, draw.
1: The, the emphasis in USPSA is like make sure you got a great grip.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: great consistent grip every time out of the holster instead of like oh i need to make sure i can hit a point nine every time out of the holster you know
0: (laughs) yeah it's not a yeah it's never it's typically you don't ever have that target staring you straight in the face
1: yeah of course the the consistency and steel challenge is still incredibly important because if if every time you grab the gun it's slightly different in your hands it affects the the presentation and i mean since steel we shoot the same targets you can kind of get away with muscle memory to a point somewhat you Mm -hmm. (laughs) you can kind of tune your muscle memory um but if your grip is screwed up because you bobbled the draw in some way the gun's not going to point where you want it and every it's going to add time to every transition so it's Mm -hmm. uh, yeah consistency is still paramount but
0: right now so movement now have you is I'm assuming one thing that you know you haven't shot a lot of USPSA yet, but have you? Do you feel that moving targets are going to be somewhat of a disadvantage for you?
1: Swingers and such.
0: Yeah, swingers, max traps, bobbers.
1: Um, my biggest struggle with those is timing them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Not necessarily the shooting of them, but like, okay, I shot the activator. How many targets can I shoot before this? <laughs> yeah, um, stuff like that is just that's what I tend to struggle with. Um, the great thing about shooting steel is you. You get really locked in on those fundamentals. Um, mm-hmm. Now, the big bad habit that I draw from Steel Challenge into USPSA is in Steel Challenge, doesn't matter where on the target it is, it hits a hit. Mm-hmm. In um, USPSA, it needs to not just be in the brown, it needs to be in the alpha and the brown. Mm -hmm. So I'll find if I've been shooting a lot of steel challenge, I'm like, okay, I got a USPSA mash coming up this week. I need to switch my prep that that first day or two. I'll be shooting great doubles, but it'd be like this fantastic, like one inch apart double in the Charlie. Because I'm like, Mm -hmm. I see my dot on brown, wham, wham. So (laughs) I have to spend some time like, oh yeah, look there, look there. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's kind of a vision thing
0: right now now i've got a question to stem off of that so when you're shooting steel is there sometimes a plan to try to hit get edge shots on plates that so your distance is lessened or are you still trying to hit the center and you're you're okay if you get you know a outer hit i should say
1: uh, i look at the center and i'm okay with the outer hit i'm never mm-hmm. going to try to squeak an edger on purpose just because there's too much room for disaster Mm-hmm. um and there is definitely strategy in terms of like which targets you can take a chance on and which ones you can't i will pretty much never take a chance on plate number four the last plate for the stop plate because it just takes so much time to get back to it um, right because
0: you're already bleeding off to the wherever the stop plate is and it's like ah, ah. <laughs> well there was a lot of this doing oh no i keep missing the fourth play
1: <laughs> yeah and then you see that's when you see people get slappy like mm-hmm. they like miss it come off to the stop plate and then they try to slap it they're like wham 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 and they can't they're not actually taking the time to aim because and that that just that just kills the run so
0: fast (laughs) yeah you're just like here just give me the 30 it's at this point it doesn't
1: matter (laughs) right that one's getting dropped lord please let that one get dropped that one's getting dropped
2: (laughs) yeah
0: now if you see somebody having a bad run is it better for them to just go to the stop plate and you know take the misses or is it better for them to then say screw it and just take the stop plate
1: i always finish it out
0: mm-hmm.
1: just because you know i can't predict the future you know i'm sitting there hoping and praying it's the dropper but you know maybe on the next run i have a crazy malfunction i got a double feed i got a rip rack reload and then it, it ends up being slower mm-hmm. um, so i always finish it out
0: okay yeah because I, I had one string of was just like nope uh, I had a mag, I had two bullets get stuck in the bottom of the mag and it just started rattling. I'm like, oh, you know, no, see, it was the last string too. So I just racked up the gun. Oh. and I was like, here you go. Put it away.
1: If it's the last string and I already know it's the worst one, I might just, I might just stop and save myself the round, but...
0: <laughs> yeah. But,
1: but yeah,
0: well, that's pretty cool. Um, did I get any more? I don't know if I got any more. Oh, are you, someone asked, are you coming down to South Carolina to shoot with your fellow teammates in March?
1: Uh, I looked at doing that match but it lined up with the Tennessee match I was already in sadly. Gotcha. I, I would love to but yeah.
0: Yeah. So I looked up, you know, I looked your, I looked you up on USPSA, you, well or SCSA. You're a you're a life member. Um were you always a life member or did you decide when you just had to renew to renew as a life member?
1: Uh I've always been one. I got my membership for the first time in May 2022. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My dad was like, "Well, if you're gonna be doing this forever, this is cheaper in the long run." Wham! And
0: so I was like, yeah. <laughs> well, that's smart too because, like, you know, I'm also a life member, and I'm like, I'm gonna be around for a while. I don't want to worry about paying about dues, so you know, just get yep. it done with. And if they ever raise it, I mean, it's at least I locked it in.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're set. You're good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I could never see being a benefactor though. That's that's a, that's a thousand dollars for I don't know a fancy number.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know what extra benefits that even gets you really i mean mm-hmm. i can do everything i ever want to do in it with the with life membership so
0: right yeah and th- there's not even an option even at that to upgrade either so it's like <laughs> so there's not like oh there's a 500 hundred dollar discount right nope No. Nope. but anyway yeah so it's cool it's nice to see you know you're gonna be in the sport for a while and you know a life member means no membership dues yes no, I, 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 I do, do...
1: until i can't really
0: yeah well and shit you can shoot steel challenge forever it seems like yeah now, when you're done with school, do you plan on still shooting steel challenge, or are you planning on moving over directly one hundred percent to USPSA?
1: Um, I will still shoot some steel challenge, but I'm switching the emphasis from like ninety percent steel and ten percent USPSA to like ninety percent USPSA and ten percent steel. Um, I've definitely been with how much I've been working steel. I definitely find myself getting burned out on it sometimes. <laughs> so uh, the USPSA is a great change of pace, but. No, I just, uh, USPSA is a lot. It's, it's a lot of fun. And, uh, so I'm going to be switching a lot over. Um, I really, really want to do well at nationals. So that's going to be my, at open nationals.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that, yeah, that'll be nice, especially since it's in September. Mm-hmm. It's at the, you know, in the middle of the year, essentially, or near the end of the year, but not too, too early.
1: Yeah. yeah. So really after, after, um, World Speed Union Championships in April, my, focus is shifting a lot because that's my next big goal so um is to do well at that match uh,
0: mm-hmm. so other than i'm assuming since you've just kind of got into the sport other than you haven't taken any instruction other than from your coach and robbie latham right
2: uh
1: i took uh so when i first started shooting pistol i was just like all evc focused mm-hmm. uh so i took a warrior poet society class and so i've had a warrior poet class i've had instruction from my coach here at the college and then i've had rob latham and that's been it in terms of um actual classes and instruction okay S- save hours and hours on youtube
0: <laughs> right now do you plan like maybe in the next couple of years to get take more training
1: um i'd love to uh i'd love to take ben Stoger class i'd love to uh, take a spec train class uh with what is his name billy barton or something mm-hmm. like that. um yeah, there's there's lots of other classes I love to take. I love to squeak in one of JJ's classes. I know his fill up so fast, but um...
0: yeah. Well, the nice thing is, you know, when you move back home, it's gonna be warmer all year round, kind of, so you can shoot more, and it's definitely <laughs> nice. Now, it's I'm gonna...
1: not as different from here as you
0: think it'd be. <laughs> yeah, well, it probably gets cold. How often does it snow though in Missouri?
1: Uh... It does a lot more freezing rain than it does snow, it seems. Um okay. when it does snow it only sticks around for two days. It doesn't stick around for two weeks like it does up here.
0: Yeah, it's I mean I could be I would say this. If if it stopped being winter tomorrow, I would not complain.
1: I would not either. No, I'm loving our weather right now.
0: <laughs> it it could be cold and sunny, but no more snow, no more precipitation for right now.
1: I don't know though. If it's gonna be really like just stupid cold, it might as well be snowy, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah but at. yeah, but then I don't have to trudge through it. Like, like think about setting up a range and having to trudge through the snow to go paint targets.
1: Well, I do. <laughs> yeah, I do do that, but no, I don't. I, I don't, don't
0: want to do that.
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't blame you. It's also nice though when it's snowy because my dog doesn't track as much mud in. That is true. Very clean dog feet.
0: Yes. Yep. And that's why you just wipe. The, they have to have their own little rug to wipe their feet on. <laughs> But yeah, so that's pretty cool. Now you said you, you know, you got fifteen majors coming up this year. Holy crap! Uh, that's that's a lot of drive. One lot of driving and a lot of hotel stays, right? Yeah. So I'm ho- hopefully you've got a, a a a car buddy or somebody who's like you're coming with me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I know I'll be dragging Mark Cast and I out some of them. I, I'm sure <laughs> we're gonna go up to Area Three together. I'm trying to talk and then coming to come into Area Five. I know it's pretty. I think it's full. But...
0: Oh no, Area Five is not full. Is I mean oh no there's plenty of slots for him to get in okay cool i mean your squad's full but yeah. okay
1: that that's what it was yeah so i've got so many matches in my head i don't remember which one's full and which ones aren't but
0: uh, yeah well even in the last couple of days you know area four changed dates so a lot of people who were going to shoot area four um can now shoot area five so
1: gotcha well i need to. i was wanting to do area four but since it was the same weekend i wasn't able to squeeze it but i'll have to go check on that now
0: it's it's the yeah. next weekend so if you shoot area five the next weekend it'd be area four
1: oof that's doable
2: mm-hmm.
1: i'll have to look at the dates but man poor joey sourland though didn't he already have plane tickets <laughs> yes yes he did <laughs> oh poor guy maybe yeah. just hang out down there in oklahoma for a week or
0: <laughs> i know i gotta i should i should text him about that and be like hey so you're just gonna go hang out in tulsa right
1: I kind of assumed it would switch since they still had an open registration info up for
0: it. Yeah, from what I was getting, it was just there was no dates for them to be able to do it, like, at USSA. So they moved it to Texas, and yeah, so yeah, they had to move it to a Texas club near um, Dallas. But so they moved the weekend and whatnot, and
1: that's a bit more of a drive for me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's not like you're driving from here, though.
1: Oh no 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 no! I'll be I'll be driving from Missouri at that point, so that'll be easier.
0: Yeah, it's not as bad. Still could right. be bad.
1: Yeah, but Tulsa, Oklahoma looked great. It was like, oh, it's just right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I guess we don't can't get all that lucky, right? So
1: right, yeah, no, of course. not.
0: Yeah, so I do have a couple more questions for you, and then it'll be near it we'll be at the end. But I mean, I've had a fun. This has been fun. So, uh, yeah, what it. else? Have um, so you know, what do do you have conversations? outside of the shooting team at college with about, you know, firearms or the second amendment with other students. Um, uh,
1: so this is a pretty conservative college. So Mm -hmm. pretty much everyone here tends to be really, really in support of it. Mm -hmm. Um, I've actually, most of the conversations I end up having are with professors and Mm -hmm. a lot of our professors have actually, like, I've got one professor right now that's trying to get working on the middleman trying to get him set up with like lessons for his son to learn to shoot pistol. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I might actually offer to help teach his son. We'll see what happens if the if the college's instructors do it, then I don't have to type thing doesn't mm-hmm. clog up my schedule. Um, <clears throat> that being said, I do the little bit of teaching I've done. I've had fun with, but mm-hmm. um, so the conversations have been by far positive. Um, we've got lots of offerings even out at the range for students to get involved in the shooting sports, because uh, the, the range here is owned by the college. Um, so they, you can take a one-credit class to learn to shoot shotgun. Uh, you can take a one-credit class to learn to shoot a uh, pistol. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, uh,
0: but it yeah, costs more time. financial aid for bullets now than it does books, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, not, not my major. Those freaking organic. Chemistry textbooks are nuts, but
0: <laughs> do you, now uh, I guess before I have a sidebar. Did you get a digital textbook or do you like still like the books?
1: I like the books. Okay. I like being able to underline and highlight and yeah.
0: Gotcha. But yeah, so you know, you can you can you know you go out to the range that's owned by the college, which is nice. Mm-hmm. So people can go learn to shoot shotgun or pistol. That's so that's kinda cool.
1: Yeah. Currently they have a ladies class and they're working on making a men's class. I don't know why they want to just have a co ed, but
0: I mean, but I can understand that too. Women learn differently than men. And there's always that stigma of I'm a man. I know how to shoot, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) You know, the
1: the funniest thing though, is that the the man's ego tends to go out the window when the girl's out shoot him.
0: (laughs) Yes. Well, then they want to just impress them. You know, it's one of those things. It's like, do whatever I can to survive so I can keep impressing them. (laughs) Right. yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I mean, you know, like, and, you know, as we see, you know, the the college age students are definitely more on the left-leaning side of things typically so um that's good to see that you know you're going to a conservative-ish college and i mean because there's always that outlier right you know it's never 100 or one way or the other but always seems more liberal in because it's an educational place but so at least it's it's people are receptive to have conversations about it that not necessarily might not necessarily enjoy shooting but they, they're willing to have conversations about it
1: yeah and they gave me excused absences when I have to leave for matches. So that's important too. So. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, even
0: if, even if like it's a college match, right? Like, uh, I gotta go, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so as we talked about through this show, you know, we talked about MPA a little bit, but, uh, uh, do with MPA, do you have any other sponsors?
1: Uh, really, once, uh, MPA picked me up, uh, kind of open the doors for my other ones. Uh, so I've also got a gun butter sponsorship mm-hmm. and then I've got a sponsorship through a uh, locals by local, I mean, back home in Missouri, <laughs> local sporting goods store.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Gun Butter's awesome. I, that's all I use on my open gun currently. It's uh, it's, it's quite nice.
1: I tell you when I first, you know, when they first approached me and I looked at all the marketing and stuff, my dog sees a deer. So he's going to freak out. But when, <laughs> when I first. <laughs> got approached by him. I looked at all the marketing. I was, I'm a very skeptical person. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that fits my biochem nature, but I'm like, ah, oh, no way it does all that. It's, you know, gun oil is gun oil. Uh, but I talked to Mark Cass sponsored by him, uh, Jared Clanton sponsored by him, talked to a bunch of guys and got some really positive reviews. I was like, you know, what? I'll give it a shot. And so they sent me stuff and I've been playing with it. And man, I, uh, it lived up to it. <laughs> it does really well. I've mm-hmm. got, I mean, this 1911 is at like 1,200 rounds without even being re-lubed, and it's still just running like a sewing machine. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like, it's kind of crazy how well it's <laughs> doing with that stuff. Um, so I've been very impressed with their product
2: mm-hmm.
1: and definitely would recommend it.
0: Yeah, I like it. I like that it stays in place for the most part. It, oh, yeah. it, but it's still an oil. It's not. It doesn't get cold like grease does.
1: Yeah. Um. My one cautionary tale: they've got trigger butter and gun butter. The trigger butter is amazing in hot weather. Be very careful with it in cold, because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> if you put it on your locking lugs, that will get a little bit um, viscous in the cold. Um. But. Yeah, the the gun butter itself does amazing even in the cold. And mm-hmm. yeah, if it's hot out, I'm using the trigger butter because it's just – man, when, when you got the right amount in there, I mean they tell you on the label to be very careful with how much you use because they, they know <laughs> it will do that. It's more of a grease. Um, so just be very sparing with your application of that, um, and if you're sparing enough, it – just kind of elevates it even more.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Gotcha. That's awesome. But yeah, it's cool to see what you'll be able to do for, you know, and hopefully maybe even you'll be able to get some more next year or even in the later part of the year, but it's cool. I can't wait to see you grow with MPA and gun butter. Um, gun butter needs like a slogan or something after that, like something really cheesy, but really catchy. Um, <laughs> I'll figure something out. Cause I, I, at some point me and Mason and I are going to sit down and chit chat and do a podcast. So uh, hopefully, uh, I'll come up with some catchy catchphrase and it'll uh, uh, it'll be funny. But uh, yeah, you should, but
1: true. Hit them with some for sure. They need to make some stickers to put on porta potties or something.
0: <laughs> uh, 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 yes, but I do not condone putting stickers on porta potties, <laughs> uh, unless I, unless they're owned. But uh, <laughs> please don't put stickers in my porta potty at my club because I don't own those. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no. uh, I just remember seeing all the go fast, don't suck memes about that.
0: Yes, that that is true. Those <laughs> that is always fun. Those memes are always fun because yeah, but uh, but uh, Greg, where where can if people want to look you up on the internet, where can they find you?
1: Uh, they can find me at um Greg Competes on Instagram. That's probably the best place. I have a Facebook. I don't I think I'm just Gregory Clement on there. Um, I don't recall. I I don't I don't do the Facebook thing as much. As I do the Instagram thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Really, Instagram's best place.
0: Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. So, guys, go check out his sponsors, MPA, uh, Masterpiece Arms, uh, Gun Butter, and go check him out on Instagram. Uh, but, Greg, dude, thank you for coming on. This has been fun uh, to chit-chat with you a little bit, learned a little bit more about Steel Challenge. So, that's been kind of cool.
1: Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. It was a lot no of fun. problem.
0: It. Thank you. And to the listeners, thank you for listening. Until next time, get out and do the things, and I will see you on the next one.